0: Everyone knows you should never take a physicist to a sci-fi movie. The same can be said about a biologist and a creature feature. We can point out how certain things are biologically unlikely or downright impossible, but that would be boring. So rather than pointing out what can't happen, why not ask ourselves, what if it was real? So using my super nerd levels of knowledge about biology, physics, and mythical creatures, my friends and I will explore how different creatures could have actually evolved on our planet and what they potentially would look like. i back, everybody, and welcome to A Real Creature Feature. My name is Mac. I'm Mike. And I'm Dean. We told you, Dean, use your stage voice. Stage voice. Stage voice. I'm Dean. Welcome
1: to Late Night Cryptids with our host all right there we
2: go much better
0: yeah so today we will be talking about the um long dragon (laughs) no that that makes
1: it sound like that makes it well let's talk about long pig no 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 no
0: we need to you need to have a nice leg of long pig while you're somewhere This is how it was explained to me, like how to pronounce things in, you know, Cantonese Mandarin is to like not try to use your tongue. Oh, so that's what I was trying to do. Long pig, yeah, try to say that long, long pig, long Long pig, or long dragon because you said long pig, and I was like, can I do that? Because it's how do you do that with something that has L like that? And that's and that's the the problem with um, like the you know the the bad um, Asian stereotype. That you know we've heard ever, forever, and it's like once again, it's like you know sometimes stereotypes can have a nugget of truth that are exaggerated to a very 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 bad level. But like you know, one person did sound like that maybe. Oh, similar All you got to do is hear my Korean roommate say the word literally, and
2: the stereotype yeah. is true.
0: Yeah, and it was just like, uh, but yeah, it's still bad that Mickey Rooney played an Asian guy in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's.
2: <laughs> yes. Anyway. He,
0: Anyway, so, yeah, we were talking about Asian dragons. Yeah. Uh, The really long ones, uh, which, once again, I wanted to try to figure out if there was a reason why they're called uh, L-U-N-G in um, Chinese or Mandarin or um, Cantonese. Because it doesn't really specify right now where it is. Because you can't really say that it's derived from long because that's an English word. And I'm pretty sure... This has been around since before the English ever got there.
1: I uh, no, it was by uh, Italian Porco Rosso. Oh, really? Marco Polo.
0: There you go. Because I was like,
1: Porco Polo.
2: There we go. Fair enough. Which? Okay. And yeah. He's a
1: long pig by every. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably. Because he is is human slash pig. And you might eat him. Watch Porco Rosso. It's a good one. It's, okay. a, it's a
0: movie. It's good. It's a Ghibli film. You'll like it. Okay. So, um, what do you know about Asian dragons, Michael? Probably
2: less than I should at this point. I know that they all are traditionally very long, have, have front, have front feet, hind feet in many of the traditions. Uh, you see them, you see them at a lot of, uh, festivals as like puppets being controlled by many people. Mm. -hmm. Uh, they always seem to have some sort of a tendril coming out their sides, like a nice big mustache. Um, I know that they come in many varieties and flavors, because uh, there's a dragon for every sort of element that you can have. Uh, you have water, dragons of the air, dragons dragons of the earth, and uh, even various, even like for specific sets of animals, because there are some like the pig
0: dragon. And there's a... Um... Oh, no, I can't remember. It was basically like a horse dragon, yeah. but I can't remember how to say the name. Maybe it was Longma. Oh,
2: Longma. Yeah. Could be. I mean, that would make sense. Longma would make.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because dragon and horse. Yeah. Huh, okay. Uh, eventually, maybe I'll figure i uh, find it again or later. But, uh, but yeah. Now, how about you, Dean? What do you know about? Asian esque dragons.
1: Well, uh, I automatically go to never-ending story
0: Falcor. Yeah, he does look like that,
1: but since And I'm I can't and I'm trying to look, I should have looked this up before, but I was trying to see if his movie depiction was similar to his depiction in the book. Because that's what I was just trying to Google here, was trying to figure out. Oh, it says Falcor has an elongated body, rudimentary paws, pearly white scales, and has a lion-like head with white mane uh, instead of the dog face that he got in the movies. Yeah. Uh, so he was maybe more lion-shaped and much more in tune to the Asian dragon look. Yeah.
2: It was. Yeah. If you uh, ever see any, there's some really interesting cover art for the book Never Ending Story that does have Falco with a very lion face.
0: Uh, so this is because, uh, um, you know, they're two big traditions. Now, there are probably all I'm, I'm assuming, but they're, you know, different dragons for the different countries in Asia. But to the like pop culture speaking to the largest ones are the Chinese and the Japanese. And it's really interesting because there are noticeable differences between the two. Uh, Chinese dragons have branched horns, and Japanese have more long, straight ones. Uh, Japanese, no, Chinese dragons have four or five toes on each paw, while Japanese only has three. Uh, Hmm. The Japanese dragon was a short, has a short, spiky beard and a mustache, while the oh, as well as eyebrows. But has no mane because a lot of times the Chinese one does, is depicted with main, a mane. And I'm yeah. pretty sure for like a lot of the festivals, like the Chinese one, also I've seen with, I'm pretty sure, mustache, or I'm just thinking of like yeah. the how they use make the mouth open. Maybe yeah. that's just what I'm thinking of. Well, but yeah. it's also interesting because so I, I learned this, this is years ago, where it was like talking about the differences between um, those two dragons, but also. Uh, the important parts of symbolism of dragons so if you let's say got a tattoo of a dragon in china this is i don't think it still applies now but back in the day uh and it had five toes you could be killed Hmm. because the five clawed dragon is a symbol of the emperor oh and you are basically claiming uh familial bonds with the emperor wow that's not Is a, that if you that, depicted no, no. them? If you had it like as a family crest or a tattoo or something like that, if you just drew a dragon, I don't know if anybody would be upset. But it's like probably that only person who could buy it was the emperor. Oh, and that just made me think of In Shan Chi, the
1: dragon that fights the evil character. He, uh, it sort of has. While I was watching it, um, I've, I've become a fan of uh this one guy who has asian carp in his basement um and the scales and the no not asian carp uh it's an asian fish koi uh not koi uh it it has its tail doesn't fin out it comes to a point uh, see look at no it has like Two barbs by the tip of its mouth. Uh, Arwa, arowana Arawana. Oh. Okay. Um, it doesn't come to a... That one doesn't come to a point, but the scales and the fish tail sort of... Or the tail of the dragon sort of made me think of that one at first. I not see
2: that. I'm looking at the arowana. I can kind of see that you're talking about.
0: Uh, and also, uh, like, a huge difference between... Um, the Asian dragons and Western dragons is how they fly. So a lot of times it is depicted for Western dragons that they have giant wings and they can fly around like that. And sometimes they're associated with magic and blah, 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 depending on the story that they're about. A lot of times they're just giant reptiles and that's it. Uh, In um, Asian um, culture and like stories, everything else, they seem to be more akin to magic. And that's how they fly either because they're flying because they're controlling the air or that they are controlling the um, water or something like that. And that's Mm -hmm. how they're moving around. Um, And they always seem to be more mythical in general to the point that uh, the ancient Chinese self-identified as the gods of the dragons because or gods of the dragon, because the Chinese dragons, the Chinese dragon is an imagined reptile that represents evolution from the ancestors uh and key energy oh so yeah it's more spiritual connected than our thought of dragons where they're big dumps that eat maidens yeah
2: well i mean that also makes sense because i mean if you're going to associate something with an emperor you know Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean, throughout Chinese culture, the dragon has always been associated with high nobility. Yeah. I mean, it dates back as a state symbol. At least it has gone back
1: at least as far as the as far as the Yuan Dynasty.
0: Oh, it's even older than that.
1: I know that. And then you also have the association with the um, Asian unicorn. Is yeah. that one? Oh, called? maybe that's who I was thinking about.
0: Not the. Oh. What's that one called? You're right about the. You're right about the Asian. Oh, what is that one called? The uh, Saula? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the real life one. Oh, look at that bait. Even though it has two horns.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's Hey, look, we can't all be perfect. Yeah. I mean, look. oh, look at that.
0: But they do have very similar horns to how a lot of them are uh, Well, yeah. Japanese ones are good, at least. Yeah.
1: Quilin. Kui Lin. Kui Lin. Okay. How do you spell that one?
0: Q-I-L-I-N. I think that's who I was thinking of. Yes, that is what I was thinking of the Aquilin. Oh yeah, uh yeah, that that was the Oh yeah. Uh, Sometimes they have two
1: horns, but yeah. it's uh most associated as the Asian unicorn.
0: Oh yeah, cuz they're another Oh maybe this is like the, the Japanese spelling was the uh uh Kirin, yeah, Kirin. Kirin, yep. Okay. I knew I knew the the word was in my head and it meant it was there. And it uh related something, but I couldn't remember the words, yeah, awesome. makes me happy, yep,
2: yep. oh, look at that. That's interesting, yeah. it feels like it feels like the uh, it feels like the woodcutter was like i I have just enough wood left to make a smaller animal that's not a dragon,
0: yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's definitely not as long as uh, a full-on yeah. dragon."
2: Yeah, but it, it definitely has a lot of the same features other than it has like hooved feet instead of claws. Wow, that's nuts. I like
0: it. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. Um, but yeah. So do 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 remote. And uh-huh. yeah, they're more like I said, than they're attributed to like controlling water and trolling um the sky and all this other stuff. And there's multiple different Types and levels and all this other and i guess it, like because it was like why they used it in dragon ball because it's this like mythical spiritual beast that's not dumb yeah <laughs> and uh, associated with a lot of power
2: yeah it works for me i like i i always like though because a lot of that is about myths and how they're all connected something like the element Yeah. In...
0: so this is years ago i uh so on I don't I can't remember what it's called now, but it was uh, Great Courses. Yeah, um, it, they changed the name to something else, but they did a uh, a series of books and or one big book, and it was basically about um, the different mythologies around the world. And they're like, yeah, so we really want to focus on all of the mythologies around the world, not just uh, European based ones. So because there's a lot of things that people yeah. don't never learn about, like a bunch of Asian um, mythologies yeah. and all of africa yeah nobody ever pays attention or learns about any of that Uh, and there are some really neat stuff that's like the only way i can explain it as a white american is it's an alien concept because it's the way in which they write and talk about these stories is drastically different than how i have ever heard stories so uh there is a a very long skinny dragon-like creature that can fly. We actually have something like that in nature. That. Uh. So it's actually well, it's it's a group of snakes. They are called the uh, Chrysof- Chrysopelia. That's like their family name. Uh, no, no, it's the genus name Chrysopelia. So there are about six species of. Uh, they're called flying snakes, but they're just gliding. Snakes. I. I. Oh, I'm.
2: <laughs> I'm already made very uncomfortable by that. Oh, don't worry. It's not that bad. I. Uh... I you do. uh, I don't like snakes. I Hate yep. snakes, Mac. I hate them.
0: Yep, and they uh they glide and they don't have they, wings. They they fly now. Yeah, no, they do. But and ha- to make you happy, they are from uh southeast.
2: Oh oh yeah that that makes me feel so much better because I want to visit Southeast Asia sometime. Uh,
0: ooh. Nah.
2: and they're only some of them are only mildly venomous. Yeah oh. That doesn't help anything. Oh, that no. helps. That helps nothing. In fact, now I gotta watch <laughs> out. Now I gotta watch out for flying snakes. Now I can't go to Australia because of drop bears.
1: Yeah,
0: I, yeah. I, uh, I can't the genus go anywhere. Is considered mildly. Well, yeah, duh. If you're afraid of these things, uh, the genus considered mildly venomous, with few confirmed cases of medically spe- spe- no, significant envenomation. uh, uh species. Are not included on the list of snakes considered venomous. Yeah. People though, so maybe like oh, yeah. That's
2: that's nuts. I'm watching one just gliding.
0: Yeah, it's that's... it's pretty cool. Uh, so basically what what it does is yeah. when it decides to jump off the tree, it like push it like like I, how the guy one of the guys explained it was like they twist out their ribs mm-hmm. to basically make the their body so that, you know it gets like flattened out. And becomes yeah. like this wing. But it's not like they can just go straight. They have to do like that s shape foil thing to catch more air and everything else. And it's just like they just float on by, what slithering in the sky. Uh, that's the Chrysopelia. Uh, give me a second.
2: That, that is
0: C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-E-L-E-A. Chrysopelia. Oh, okay. And yeah, they're really neat. And uh, it was funny. So on a, another podcast, uh, there, uh, the podcast Time Suck, um, one of the guy, the dude that um, hosts it, he will always kind of do all these kind of misdirects and stuff like that. And at one point, he did a misdirect about a flying snake. And like so many people were like, hey, yeah, so that actually is a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's just kind of neat that there is something that you you can't. You can't see wings or like with the last week when we were talking about the the flying lizard where it's like they have that extra skin flap. And so it's like this something is like using like full on physics and everything else. So you and you can't understand it because your brain's not like understanding what's happening in the moment. You have to be it's kind of like a bumblebees flying. Yeah, where they're using kind of like a trick in um air resist air pressure and everything else like that and that's how they're flying or for them it's like like how their wings are rotating because they don't rotate they don't flap like normal bees so it's like all this and once again the only way this guy found out was like like with high speed cameras and like lasers stuff like that yeah that (laughs) is they're pretty cool yeah and now i am made uncomfortable
2: Uh, I, I have not been uncomfortable for a long time, and this is really one that makes me very uncomfortable. Snakes, snakes, and I have an agreement. I stay away from them; they stay away from me, and everyone is happy.
1: Uh, but yeah. look at this cutie! No, I refuse. They are pretty. I'm delicious in the dungeon.
0: What the? It's a flying snake. It's a flying Can't snake with tell? a bunch of bird wings. It does have a.
2: How? Okay, now that's not even a hexapod. That's a that's a pod got 12 it's got 12 on there featured oh, yeah, in chapter tw- 79 yep it definitely counts six sets of wings that would have i don't know what a is it a sea snake uh so now so now the podcast is gone from we're talking about asian dragons to make mike as uncomfortable as humanly possible this yes. is fun oh that, that's yeah, okay.
1: a sea serpent
2: yeah you're a sea serpent you're all snakes in the grass
0: so uh basically yeah the sea snake it was, would be the other thing that i would also address about asian dragon because so that long um, shape to use as reference, yeah. because so uh, the sea snake not the best at like, you know, land like they can still function on land and everything else like that. But they're not the best at it because they're adapted for the water, which is, you know, a very specific um, environment. Hence why this creature would be best
1: to depict different elements. Yeah. we water air earth yeah and the fourth element love
0: no that's the fifth
2: the fifth element is love spoiler alert for the fifth element just go watch it anyway it's
1: great and uh captain planet and avatar that's how the avatar Uh, oh (laughs) i'm bullshitting
0: yeah because i was like i don't remember that but i was like but maybe it is because of the whole i can take away your bending yeah the heart that's know.
1: the fifth element is actually your chi yeah
2: your key yeah. Uh, your key energies yeah it's all about it's all about that yeah. focusing that key
0: but yeah for this particular type of dragon it yeah we can take from nature the basic um elements from different animals that look similar to just like get, add that little extra flavor so like a earth dragon could be you know you just base it off of something that's either always underground um or like burrows a lot more a lot of those types of snakes which are so a lot smoother actually for the ones that are burrowing everything else but then like the sand uh snakes that are out in the sand they have like more spiky ridges and everything else and for uh um water ones having that they have a specialized tail for moving in the water so it's like looks more like a f- and then yeah this the flying dragon or the air dragon the air boreal dragon, uh, being able to flatten itself out a lot, and the cool thing is, like, you can still give it, let it have, but you know, give it that it has a different purpose other than just locomotion. Because, like I said before, for when we were talking about uh gorgons, yeah, uh, so yeah, when we were talking when we were talking about gorgons, I brought up the um Sonic Hedgehog gene, yes, and so uh, pythons still technically have little leg nubs and they are still functional for uh mating purposes. So for at least these dragons, we can have it established that hey, they still have these legs for different purposes, but you know, they don't aren't they don't need them. Or also there is uh there are multiple uh lizards that have lost their legs or are in the process of losing so that they have these little legs. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you know uh some of the things I don't actually know if there's any um catfish because i was thinking about like the long whiskers yeah so it's like you know how sometimes uh certain creatures in mythology will look like real creatures because that's they kind of saw that so maybe that's why um some of the asian dragons have long mustache or it's only associated with like wisdom and stuff like that and a lot of times really old wise men a lot of asian um culture were you know depicted with the really long mustache and that really long beard well, there
2: are the redtail catfish, okay. and those are those are from around the around the areas of southern Asia. Okay, so uh, some freshwater. There are a couple of it looks like uh, some freshwater. Not as many saltwater, but where do you find catfish anyway? No.
0: Yeah, but yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's always. And then yeah, we have, and then again, there's also different lizards that have different basic body structure so like the frilled lizards and stuff like that you can still establish that with the different um, like the main of a lot of them see I'm okay with the Mexican mole lizard
1: look at that oh yeah yeah for but, it, uh, but in that movie it taught uh movie video uh, Hank Green I think is hosting it and he talks about how this is filling a niche and you know it uses the snake sidewinder thing uh, while also using some other
0: aspects which is the also sidewinders how they move around that's neat but
1: how you climb the tree you grasp with the last three um last three loops of your tail and then your neck can swivel up and then that starts to wrap and move up your other three and it has uh it doesn't have um ear bones Yeah. yeah It's got flaps instead of bones that conduct the or hairs that conduct the sound. Yeah, that's cool. So it's got flaps of skin inside
0: its head that vibrate. Neat. I wonder if that means that they can like easier, more easy regenerate. Because, yeah, like compared to ours, because it's bone. So we eventually lose hearing because of like losing those hairs, and everything else, um, yeah. which it, it's always neat because so he, like, you know, most eyes are based off the same design, basically, but yeah. ears aren't because they got all developed like mostly dependent, depending on when yeah. they split off.
1: Oh, uh, also, uh, you know, lots of things can shrink in the evolutionary line where you can have a frog and it can have evolved to be smaller and smaller, but one thing has a finite point before it stops functioning in one of its aspects and that's the ear uh the eardrum or whatever the bone is actually called because at a certain point the frogs as they get smaller and smaller lose their ability to jump properly because they they can't deal with the vertigo or anything
0: so they just jump lock all their things and they go splat which is interesting because uh Then you have to talk, think about, like, how do jumping spiders function? Because jumping spiders are probably small. I've seen ones that are, like, smaller than that. Yeah. Uh, And so it's just like, oh, and they, you know, they're pretty good. Or fleas. Fleas are definitely smaller. And they, what was it, like, if you size them up to a human, it's basically, like, you being able to jump a football, like, two football fields or something like that. So it's like, ooh, that's neat. Like, they have an entirely different mechanism figuring all that out. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Parallel evolution. It's okay. fun.
2: Yeah. It, well, it is. I always. It is a very neat thing. I think it's. I think that's really should be how it works. It? yeah. Okay. So before we get further off track, nature. It's. Ne- it is neat. So I mean, it, it does. So really, it just sounds like the idea of not only could the not only could the Asian style dragon exist, it could fill a, it could fill in a variety of niches needed. Yeah. But it also seems like other than the fact that they uh, tend to be rather large.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the same thing with like everything else we always talk about. You're not going to have a giant dragon thing. That's going to be able to do a lot of this stuff. So I'm like, if you think about it this way, the reason probably why uh, the the flying snake can glide is because of the size it is. If you scaled that up, it probably wouldn't work as well. Because like it would have to be able to stretch its body, like you know, compress its body out more. So the bigger it is, like there's a ratio that you need to fit to be able to hold, grab enough air so you can move around with, like to compensate for your body shape. V- same thing with like boats. When you think about a boat, there is a maximum size you can have, but depend like uh for how big of a uh water displaces so you can have a giant boat but you just need to have it make it be wider and wider so that you know it can keep displacing the right amount of water you can't you can't just make like a speed boat that's just really really tall
2: yeah that is interesting now that you said that because you always think about well yeah a lot of boats a lot of big boats out there very wide cruise ships basically giant
0: floating cities yeah now technically you could have a giant water dragon because just like we have whales that are giant. Uh, but I don't know. And that's the most interesting thing about it is with like, you know, sea serpents and stuff like that. We don't have anything like a real equivalent of a giant snake in the water, which I find that interesting because I'm like, you'd think that would be a fairly simple design everything else. But like the largest snake is semi-aquatic. Yeah. Or oh, wait, our no, our pythons are like you no know, bow constructor. That was the, the longest. And that's arboreal, too. So it's like not even a water animal.
1: No, isn't it more tree?
0: Yeah, arboreal is tree. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's like we have the uh, anaconda, the green anaconda. And they're huge. They're not, but they're not the longest. And they're semi-aquatic because they live in. Well, like the Amazon.
2: Yeah, I've seen the movie. Yeah, I seen the movie. It ate John Voight. Yes, like twice. Yes, it was
0: weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there was another snake. And I think they're remaking it. And I think Pedro Pascal, they asked him to be in it, if I remember right. But yeah, we don't have giant like sea serpents, which is very interesting because we have so many myths about them. But we don't have serpents, like actual serpents, as compared to things that just look serpentine in shape. Oh,
1: Mac, you know where it is. As all f- flat earthers and other conspiracy theorists will tell you, Mariana trench. That's where the Meg shark is. We just got to go yeah. down there, cut open a sh- warm blooded shark that it eats so that the blood flows around it as we haul it
0: up to the top surface. Oh, no, he's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe that's also who uh, got the Titanic guys.
2: Oh, I. I was just, I was listening to the news about that. The thing that makes me crazy about that is when they explain that the controls for that sub were a $29 gaming controller. And I was just like, I, I, I need something a little bit better than that. You couldn't have
0: splurged a little bit more? No, well, they, they
1: probably could have gotten a uh, Raspberry Pi and hooked it up at, to boost the Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. <laughs> i it's i it's it's a wired
2: controller dean it only costs 29 dollars yeah you can actually oh. find it wasn't
1: yeah. wireless that no, wasn't it part was... of why it... no no no
0: well it's a ba- because it's a base it's just a basic controller up down yeah. left right yeah it that's all it, it's here i was to...
1: thinking more of like a, a a cheap version of the controllers that you see with model airplanes and whatnot yeah no
0: well kind of that's basically the same principle idea of what they're using it a box with knobs yeah now and then extra buttons for you could have it that they do other things i don't know
2: it basically looked like that yep oh logitech that speaks quality usually hey i don't dislike logitech products i'm just saying
1: says the guy who's says the guy who's using logitech
0: wireless keyboard and mouse yeah, I'm wearing, and I'm using a wired Logitech mouse and keyboard. Sideway, webcam.
1: guess yeah. who's sponsoring
2: today's episode, guys? No one. No we one. Never, we never have sponsors. You know Great this. Great Shadow Legends. You, <laughs> we will. Great <laughs> Shadow Legends. Computer. Until we controller. have. If we start. Okay, I'll tell you what. If we start. um if we start streaming these on, like, YouTube or Twitch, then we can start claiming Raid Shadow Legends as a sponsor because eventually they'll just hear and they'll yeah. throw money our way. And then they'll be like, thanks for all that free advertising, suckers.
1: Yeah. play with, with your new you Logic
0: want- Tech controller. You are working for free, Dean. <laughs> you are working for he, free. He used to do this all the time
2: when we recorded videos. All, I don't and there know. Was some, there, were some sp- there were some ones where I'm like, yeah, not a sponsor, but we definitely like their products. They don't have to sponsor us if they don't want to, but yeah. you know, we'll still talk good about you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh yeah, it's just yeah, it's crazy that it's crazy that yeah. but do you think the reason why part of uh do you think part of the reason why we don't have any big any big like snakes in the water is just because um they after the ice age. enough? Probably, but no, by then the niche was already being filled by other animals,
0: Yeah, you know. Whales and such. Yeah, Yeah. because I was like, yeah, it's, well, for everything, it's resource uh, acquisition. So it's like, is that body shape useful for that environment? And it, you know, solely based off the idea that there are no giant snakes in the water right now, It, and I don't know if they ever were any, but once again, it's hard to tell because it's the ocean and there these things could have existed and then just died and never left us a fossil that pr- could be properly preserved. So could something like that have existed? Yes. Does it exist right now? No evidence there is uh, because it's like we don't have that. We have evidence of giant squids, which would be doing that, that have done the, the constrictor basic approach.
1: Is that a real creature? The giant squid? No, no. Uh Paleophysis.
2: Paleophysis. I don't know.
1: How do you spell that? P A L A E O P H I S. Put that in the P A L. E. O P
0: H I S.
2: Ancient Snake is an extinct genus of marine snakes. Oh. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. This is a, it, this would be an example of a giant snake. Or giant so, water
2: snake. Yeah. So it was. So there may have been a Okay. A Paleo, paleo Yeah, so it was apparently it it was a giant snake. Yeah. Lived during the Ocean epoch from some unnamed and questionable records. <laughs> nice.
0: Okay. Yeah. Possible Because uh, I'm like we have Aminolan. Because tit- I was like the Titanoboa yeah. is the largest snake. land snake. Because yeah. I don't know how much it compares to this.
1: Yeah.
2: The The interesting thing is, I was just thinking about that, because the closest thing you have to a water snake is essentially an eel. Yeah. And, I mean, they get, they can get kind of big, but even the biggest, um, even the biggest eel only gets to be about 13 feet long.
0: Yeah. It's not this thing that looks like it yeah. could swallow a human. Yeah. Without trying.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, and again. Oh, Cretaceous. Existed in the Cretaceous Park. No, no, no. Uh, the Kenamani- Kinomanian. Oh, That's the
2: earliest age of the late. Oh.
0: Oh. Okay. Oh, these are just two epochs that you yeah. uh, added. To- okay. Okay. okay
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That was the potential time period that the uh
0: resided in.
1: Sixty-six million years ago, just about.
2: Yeah. Those suckers have been gone for a
0: while. Yep. But yeah, it's like same thing with like um maybe the basic shape also loses the heat too readily for, like, when the waters got colder. I don't know.
1: When their jaws open wide and there's another jaw inside that's amore. But,
2: yeah, it, I think part of that is, because, again, even if we have some questionable, even by questionable fossil record, yeah. giant water snake wasn't conducive to the ocean. And yeah. the earth was a very different place during that time.
0: Yeah. Huh. And then, yeah, oh, a uh, meat massive sea snake that feasted at, at, on whales. Whales didn't exist though.
1: Yeah. Whale like creatures, their ancestors.
0: I know. No, I'm just reading what the, the title on AZ animals said. Uh, currently, sea snakes that fed on whales. But it's saying that if they existed 66 million years ago, that would be before whales existed. Yeah. Uh, snake could grow up long as 40 feet and body length, uh, subtropical for years.
1: Acelosaurus?
0: Is that from the same. Mm. Uh, for well, was, no, that's 40. forty. Miles. Oh, uh, here was something because there was actually also talking about the Titanoboa Titanoboa, uh, Colossus Colossus, uh, largest sea snake discovered, but not the largest snake. The title goes to the largest snake is lander sea is the Titanoboa, which measures up to four can measure up on average up to 42 feet and uh, could grow as long as 50 feet. Those things were huge, terrifying. Yeah. Uh, at that size, I'm like, I don't know if it needed to be. Well, but it yeah, also but, depends uh, on what it what's it's eating. It ate whales. But that's the thing is, when you guys said that it went extinct 66 million years ago, yeah, that's before whales existed.
1: Yeah. The earliest whale that I can see is from 40 million years ago, and that's yeah. the basilosaurus.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, but I mean, even there, according to this, that didn't Paleus yeah. exist till 66 million years ago. It seems to be. That's extremely large. Unless I have a different epoch. No, epochs. Yeah.
0: What a weird. Like, Would that is <laughs> able to feed on smaller whales easily. Okay. So, like other whales, predator, other whale predators, such as polar bears, sharks, orcas, could have been able to feed on smaller whales easily. But no. that's the thing is, well, this you this Wikipedia article, well, that I'm not I reading copied, the Wikipedia. Uh, not yeah, many predators would have been able, uh, capable of preying on um, had it survived extinction.
1: Because this is saying that it, the range of possibility is 56 million years to 33 million years.
2: So possibly like early, early whale ancestors. Yeah, I don't know. This feels like it feels like it's clickbait for obvious reasons. And also we have our, we have our seat. We have our Meg three already now ready to go.
0: Giant sea. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Jason Statham Statham can now fight the giant sea snake.
0: It's going to punch the snake in the face.
1: You know, in, uh, when Mrs. Becker went to the hospital to have her second kid. Yeah the her, The student teacher that year took over her English class, and we read Meg huh. as the book for the class. Wow! Why? So that's why I'm interested in the Meg and everything yeah. is because that ex that exact thing happened where this first submersible that ever went down brought uh, like a great white as a. I can't remember. Somehow they snagged, as they're rising, they snagged like a shark in a loop or whatever, and it attracted a megalodon that grabbed on and started eating the great white or whatever this shark was, and its warmer blood washed over the megalodon so that it could break through that barrier where no sunlight is hitting and none of the thermal vents are producing enough heat, so there's this really cold section of the ocean, and it breaks through that, and it happens to be pregnant with two baby Megs. Oh, yeah. this That is a heck of a story. I mean... And that's how it got to the surface, and then they created a gigantic aquarium to try and hold the Meg in, even though we can't build that gigantic type aquarium for great wikes to be able to be
0: somewhat captive. Also, could, can't build aquariums that are have that much pressure because yeah. if it was from that deep, it's... it's it that. climatized. It took long enough. No. It, so, it didn't get the, so it didn't get the shark bends? Is that what you're trying to say? I was like, it's... You're, it's also, you're describing what happened... Look at what happens to the blobfish. Yuck. Poor baby. Hey, the blobfish is beautiful and right. I'm not saying it's not. I'm it's, saying it's, that's what would happen of,
1: to the Meg. It sort of makes me think of Doug. Yes, it looks with like, like the Doug, big, Doug funny. Yes. With the big schnoz. Yeah. But yeah. So <laughs>
2: I, this, is, I, I, this has been a very interesting one because, again, more or less, this is kind of funny that, you know, like unicorns and a few other ones that we talked about, This isn't something that, you know, other than being magical in a lot of ways. Yeah. These could exist if the right niches weren't already filled by something else.
0: Yeah. This is one of the rare ones where it's like how they're depicted in mythology. No, that's not what it would look like. But the overall idea is actually probably more realistic than Western dragons because it's like. Okay, you just have this a big snake-like thing that's believable, as compared to a big lizard-like thing that can fly and breathe fire. Which also, yeah, yeah, a lot of the Asian dragons can do different kind of breath stuff, but that's also associated with um the magic too. Yeah,
1: really cool that there's a flying snake out there that this could possibly fall in line with. Yeah. Yeah real exciting now i just super happy now i want to go into nature find a hognose snake which is legendary for falling over and per- playing possum and, and train it to fly
0: you, you, you can't train it to fly just, just remember <laughs> enough, that with enough breeding you can train them to fly that's breeding them to fly, not training them to fly. I'm training the species how to how to breed yeah, as a whole. Snake.
2: Yeah. Now we're going to have a new terrible. Now we're going to have a new terrible invasive species created by <laughs> the snake. that know.
1: the snake that flies, uh, the hog snake that flies that unfortunately <laughs> flips over in the air when it senses that it's near human habitation and that humans are dangerous to it. You you and I are enemies, sir. <laughs> a flying hognosed snake that flips over and does the death roll as
0: it's flying from tree to tree. Like I've said, I think I've said it before. Uh, one of my favorite supervillains was always Mr. Sinister. He never thought about doing that Tch. level of experiment. I'm going to make more snakes that can. Oh, lordy, lordy. You just have to have the right imagination. I have the right imagination. I just don't have that demented one. Yeah but It's not demented. If you're doing it to torture Mike, it is.
1: I'm not yeah. trying to torture Mike. I'm just trying to make the image actually a reality.
0: Uh, I just—if uh... Mike
1: would just close his shades, as I'm sitting outside by the trees, chucking snakes across until I find the one that's got the best genetic potential, he'd be fine. Uh,
2: do, do you want to? Do you want to fight Superman? Because this is how you fight Superman. Mm. Uh, Okay. Uh, he's he does he's still on Krypton. Uh, so, well, now this has been an interesting conversation. I've really enjoyed our time together, as horrifying as the snake talk has become.
0: But what would you like to talk about next time?
1: Not snakes. Uh, I was thinking of where is it? Uh, so you know, Squishable has uh op uh, chance for people to submit a design. And I was just looking at past submissions. And one of them is the Dobhar Chu, which I was curious about what it is.
0: And it was uh, a designed... Put this that particular... in the chat, because I don't know how to spell that. I don't know what that is.
2: Whoa, cool. King Otter. Oh,
0: so just giant otters?
1: Uh, well, it's no, you... from it's from Irish folklore. Um, it is also known as a dog fish. yeah here copy. This is the original image that I saw uh, Alea s is uh the one who designed this potential squishable. It didn't get it didn't get elected as a upcoming squishable, but oh. that's the first image that I saw of it. And then I looked into a little bit of it, but it is also known as a water dog, a water hound, or king otter. Yeah. It's a creature of fi- Irish folklore, and it resembles both a dog and an otter, and is half dog, half fish. Yeah.
2: I like them. I feel like this one's going to be another one of those, depending on how the mythology goes, feels like it could be, it just wasn't, it just wasn't its right time. Yeah. But look at um some of these are really cool images, but we yeah. can I'm 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 all for talking about the dobarchu, going back to something mm. a little bit more cuz so I'm going to find that I this would be interesting to look into. Cool. Oh, yeah, I'm all for I'm all for this. Keep it keep it simple. So, cool. I'm all for this. Next time next time dobarchu, the the water weasel, the the Irish water weasel going to bite your face off.
0: Okay. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
2: A Real Creature Feature is created by Matt Kuklinski, starring Matt Kuklinski, Michael Seaman, and Dean Snow. Any questions, comments, artwork, or general inquiries can be sent to realcreaturefeature at gmail.com. You can view any submitted fan art and pictures on our Instagram at Feature. Some episodes were recorded weeks in advance due to our current sporadic recording schedule. Any comments left will be seen and addressed at some point, and you will be credited unless you tell us you wish to remain anonymous. If you like the podcast, please leave a review on the podcast app that works best for you. It really helps us out. Also, tell your friends, enemies, and total strangers about the podcast. They might enjoy it too, and that can bring us all closer together. Oh, Dean uh Peyton at the aquarium was very correct. I can buy an Asian redtail catfish for sixty five dollars as
0: long as you spare or neuter it.
2: Well, we were at a uh we were at the uh we were at the aquarium in Minneapolis at the mall of America uh it was very interesting we had a we had a nice you know probably thirty thirty minute conversation with uh one of the girls who was working there. Her name's Peyton. We were talking about all the fish and stuff and talked about the podcast a little bit with her. And because uh, what was the fish that has human teeth, Paku, the paku, yeah, there was a yeah it doesn't they,
1: really show up unless you're looking right down its yeah. mouth, yeah,
2: and they are it's horrifying, yeah, yeah, the paku, yeah, paku have human teeth, or essentially what look like human teeth, yeah,
0: yeah, human look and teeth, yeah.
2: yeah, and uh, and that's what that's how we started having that because otherwise they look like piranha they they almost look like piranha, but they have those Big, human fat teeth piranha. Yeah, to eat the fruit that falls into the river. <laughs> and I'm like, that is that is finding your niche for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, pretty awesome. And but they talk about how many animals that they, how many fish and other animals that they end up getting in the aquarium from people who buy them, not even on essentially the black market, just on the markets. Because yeah. while you're not supposed to import these fish and get these animals from like retailers people sell them and there's yeah. not much regulation on them yeah and it was a sad state of affairs so they end up so a lot of the time people don't realize how big some of these fish get and then they have nowhere to go with them
0: yeah so, it's almost like people don't actually pay attention oh yeah or think things through
2: yeah and I mean there so many of these fish aren't like you know aren't like goldfish where they hit they grow to the size of their cl- to their environment and then yeah. yeah, no, these fish just keep going. One one guy that they had found um with one of their fish it had gotten so big that he had to have it in his
0: bathtub.
2: <laughs> and I was just like,
0: ah, oh, poor poor fish. Yeah. I'm I'm happy that there's not much evidence of them having like, you know, higher levels of intelligence as yeah, compared yeah. to, you know, mammals. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you should freaking torture these poor animals because you're no. like, oh, I want this.
2: Yeah, and it's not good. It's definitely not good for the animals. No, and it's not
0: good for the environment because that's how we get invasive species. Because Absolutely. some idiot is like, oh, I think this is pretty. Oh, I can't take care of this anymore. Well, it belongs in nature, so therefore I'm going to let it back in nature, and therefore yeah. we have invasive species. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you're right about that. It's just, oh, uh, any oh, there's so many things. This is the reason why every, if so often you'll find alligators in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I will always make fun of people that they're like, oh, I have no personality, so therefore I'm going to go get this really exotic. Yeah. Pe- so it can be my personality.
2: How, well, how else are you supposed to have a personality? I mean, otherwise yeah. you're very boring. I
0: don't know. Work self, like self-reflection and work on yourself. That sounds like work. And I don't want to do any of that. Hence so you, why
1: there's the word work in it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, as compared to, it well, I want to take, take care of this particular animal that I know nothing about. I really need to start focusing more on a lot of this stuff, Dean. I am focusing. but But on the main topic, because when you post stuff like that and then we start talking about it, it's going to be extra confusing to the people listening. Well, unless I somehow don't leave this in. Oh, anyway. yeah, yeah. But but that makes it more difficult for you to make it sense. That's yeah. I'm talking. F- I'm talking for you. Mex- yeah. I don't know. I think the Mexican mole lizard's a really
2: good idea. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But it's but, just more of a hey, here's
2: this thing. Here's this thing. Come on, Dean's Look, I mean, Dean's got more undiagnosed neurodivergencies than we think. And I have I have quite a few myself that have been undiagnosed.
0: Mine are diagnosed. Yeah. That's how bad they are. That yeah. they're noticeable at an early age. Oh, good lord! Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, my my mine were probably noticeable. But my parents don't want to ha- my parents don't want to take me to therapy
1: because I'm not a crazy person. Yup. There's oh. that stigma. Oh, yeah. Dean, you're you shouldn't sign up for food stamps because people will find out and think that you're poor. I am poor. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. not lazy. I'm trying to. I would have argued with them it's like I work at Walmart making X amount of dollars guess and what I
1: still can't afford things
2: so if I'm working full time and then they will turn
1: around and be like well you're doing you're spending money on all this other stuff
2: well I, okay you know what I'm not going to say it they might have a point there
1: depends on the stuff
0: for me uh, at least yeah. it, it, there is a Look point
2: look, look not fully judging you should be but you should be able to buy some you should be able to buy some nice things for yourself too that is not a thing where. Worth- yeah I'm not judging you on that. Everyone should be able to buy some nice things to comfort themselves. Yes. And that is not a genuine, but again, it's about, it's about space. That's really what it's more about, which is why I had to stop buying things that I used to buy, like certain physical goods. And that's what I'm really trying to prevent myself from buying more stuff. Yeah. I look yeah. around, and I'm like, where's it going to go?
0: Where does it go? I only have so many spaces for shelves.
2: Well, we don't have much space for shelf unless we can figure out how to get rid of the fireplace that doesn't even make a build around it. It's not, we'd like to, it's not really that I, I'd like to believe that.